Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. guys welcome back and happy monday all right guys well we have a lot to discuss lots to talk about that's why we're back for another episode of hot messy topics now don't forget that tonight we are back for our members only at 7 p.m eastern which is 4 p.m pacific and we are taking you behind the scenes of our time around the vanderpump rules family so we posted that in the community tab If you guys are members, well, go ahead and post any questions that you have so Jason and I can answer them. And if you're not members, you definitely want to make sure to join because it's nothing that we're sharing on the main page. Now, with that, guys, I'm so curious where you're watching from. So go ahead and comment below in the live chat. And also, Debbie Garcia, love my Anchor Watch shirt. Jason has his on now. So yes, thank you, Debbie. We're so excited that you got it. And let's welcome Jason. Hello. I love the Anchor Watch merch. Oh my God. It's so funny that she said that and you're wearing it. Yes. I got to promote it while I can. Guys, if I'm moving a little slow, we've been having some camera um, tech issues this morning, some internet issues this morning. That is just, it's wild. I've been sitting here dealing with that for like hours. Yes. Wild. I mean, Vicky Harnish said, Adam, at last. Guys, we even tried to do the morning meeting this morning. Oh, and it's- Lord. It's not an Adam and Jason and Shaylee problem. It's literally a Wi-Fi issue, but we're back in it, so we're good. Um, yes. Jason, how was your weekend? <laughs> I can't even talk about it. I feel like there's just so much going on here. And then we're we're trying to go on vacation this week. So it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. I can't wait to get in some hot, messy topics just to take my mind off of what's happening in in this zone over here. I mean, listen, Vanderpump Rules and also... New Jersey, they took the cake. Which one do you want to start with? Ooh, I mean, should let's get Vanderpump Rules over with. I I am kind of on the same page of everyone as like, I'm kind of over talking about Vanderpump Rules, but at the same time, I'm like living for it. Does anyone feel like they're a little like confused about how they feel about it? 
I mean, I'm sure as soon as you ask that, everybody in the live chat is going to be like, yes, absolutely. We feel completely <laughs> confused. We're sick of it. We're over it. But give us more. But give us more. Like, there's always something coming out. And we knew it was going to be like this until the reunion. You know, yeah. I don't know, though, if. I don't know how you guys feel in the live chat. I just don't know how it's going to play out. I think the reunion will be great for all of us. But you know how they did like the the one-on-one parts that they're going to drop on Peacock later? I think by that time, people might be over it. Yeah. You know, no, I agree. I agree so. because I feel like it's almost like putty or, you know, like Play-Doh. <laughs> there's only, well, really, I feel like there's only so much you can stretch out of it. And at this point... Now, at first, we were like, oh, my gosh, Sandoval, you scumbag, you narcissistic douche lord of Vanderpump rules. And now we're just like, this asshole cheated. I mean, yeah. And there, you know, I always say there's a different different uh, differentiation of like what has happened with other cast members and Tom and Raquel, because we've said this multiple times, like. He had multiple opportunities in the seven, eight, or nine months they had this affair to sit down Ariana and be like, look, I want to break up. I'm done. But instead, he waited and waited and waited. And I think it's the deceptiveness and just like, even in the Howie Mandel interview, which I didn't mind, actually. I really didn't mind the interview. He, There's no accountability. Narcissists don't take accountability. They make excuses. And that's exactly what it was. I mean, I thought that the interview was absolute garbage, but <laughs> Vicky Harnish said, Jason, your cheekers are a, le- a little less chipmunky. Oh, I don't know what that means, but yes, thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Great question, Shaylee. Are you guys over Scandal or are you living it for it? Um, okay, so let's bring up Jackson and Brittany have entered the conversation again because they are doing a watch with series on Peacock. So They're watching all the new episodes of Vanderpump Rules with everybody else, and they're commenting on them. And what was interesting to me, Jason, was Brittany is detailing a time where they all kind of feel like they should have seen things. Now, knowing what they know, they can't believe these things got past them. Well, she was talking about a white fox party that she was supposed to go to. And it was it was she was going there to meet Sheena. And Sheena said, hey, can you pick up Raquel? Well, when she went to go pick up Raquel... Tom Sandoval got in the car with Raquel, but Tom Sandoval clings on to his lot of, a lot of his friends, so she never really thought anything of it. What the f*** are you talking about? Like, you cling on to your friends, yes, but you all of a sudden don't have this very single good girlfriend that's, like, not a threat to your relationship, and you're just getting in the car, you're just hanging out at her apartment. Like, what? That's crazy. Right? That's I mean, crazy. Sorry, I... I cannot believe they're even milking the the uh, the Peacock show with Jackson Brittany. Oh, of course they are. <laughs> this Jackson is Brittany, crazy. I wouldn't it, be surprised if they come back to the show. I wouldn't be surprised either. And I think this was a good testing ground to kind of do that. Like NBC, Bravo, they're kind of like, okay, can we test out Jackson Brittany? Because we don't know who's going to want to film with with Tom and Raquel. We don't know what's going to happen with that. You know, I mean, I would assume. What are we now? almost may they pick up cameras soon to, to film the next season am i wrong no at the end of may or june is when they should be picking up cameras again unless they delay it like they did for beverly hills because they say that the cast needs a little bit more time yeah which that definitely toxicity could yeah that could apps i think we all need a break i think just like lisa renna we need a break <laughs> you know oh we're getting we, into lisa renna hold on hold wait, on no but hold on do you think that bringing jacks and britney back uh, is this just kind of a testing ground to see how fans are reacting? Fans are reacting pretty well. You know, yeah, this well, is a different time. 
technically they weren't canceled, right? Like the rest of the cast. So they can bring back Jackson and Brittany and not have the same issue. And they can mm. easily just kind of slide them in there and be like, oh, okay, guys. Well, how, like, what are our reactions? Because there was no definitive, like there weren't tweets that ended up leaking out. There weren't text messages. There wasn't like a huge scandal. It's just like everybody knows that Jack's on the show comes off like an asshole, right? So it's like, but people miss the villain of it all, just like people might miss Lisa Rinna on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because it's like, I hate that person, I hate that person. And then the next season when they're gone, oh my God, what do we do? Andy Cohen literally said this about Ramona Singer. He's like, you guys were all so excited for her to be gone. And then the minute that we end up getting rid of her, everybody's like, well, the show's going to be boring. And I believe that. I believe people don't know what they want. No. I, I don't know. I don't know. People yeah. are loving. I mean, like I see in the live chat, people are loving Jackson, Brittany. I really liked seeing them on their Watch What Happens live appearance. It kind of gave me like that nostalgic kind of vibes. But at the same time, we got to remember that, you know, Jackson's always been kind of an ass. So do we want that back on the show? Right. Well, also, while we're on the scan of all of it all, Jax Taylor has mentioned a few times in the past, which is so rich coming from him, who owed over a million dollars in back taxes. He's saying that Scandaval is going to be left with nothing. I call him Scandaval now, but Tom Sandoval, he's saying, how do you borrow $250,000 out of your mom's retirement money? Jeez. You take a loan against your house. You're 40 years old, bro. What the fuck are you thinking? Which really, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Okay. If, okay. if you really, anybody who goes into business, and we know this because we've had failing businesses. You go Yes, we it, have had failing businesses. Absolutely. Right, right. 100%. But you don't go into it with the mind that the business is going to fail. You try to come up with the best, most appropriate plan. And you try to strategize in a way that this business is going to... Th- otherwise, you hope that it's going to thrive. Otherwise, you don't go into business, right? The whole point is not to go in and lose your house, lose your mom's retirement, have nothing, and move back into an apartment with your AC in the window. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying that because West Hollywood apartments, like most of the ACs are in the window, and that's kind of like the running joke in West Hollywood. So that's that's my whole point here is like, I agree with Jax. Who would have thought that Jax would be the last man standing along with Stassi? Who would have thought that it would be those two that would have the $2 million homes left? Now, who knows? That's it's crazy. I mean, this is like, you know, you have to take care of when things are going well, you have to take care of things. You know what I mean? You can't just expect it to like last like this. This makes me so sad that so much money has been invested into this place from his parents. I know because, you know, restaurants in L.A., they don't last more than than a few years. And if you make it to the five year mark, you're like a, a you're like a a a hot spot you're like a a landmark yeah you're a staple in in the neighborhood so i I think the show will help continue carry the business a little bit but yeah i gotta agree with jacks here it's kind of like dude this sucks and also you're going to first of all you know you're on a reality tv show now do i think that anyone who was a part of this affair anticipated it being international coverage no But you're literally, so now that you know that your parents are putting their life savings, their retirement into this business because they believe in you, you're still going to go fuck it up, (laughs) right? I mean, excuse my French, but like you wouldn't, like you, 
I hope Tucson, Arizona is giving you a lot of mental clarity, friend. Whatever med spa, we don't care where you go. I don't even care what your rep sells it at as at this point. I don't care if they say you're going to a mental health facility and you're out like petting horses and patting them on the ass. At this point, just something, go think about it and go figure out how am I going to get mommy and daddy's money back and how am I not going to make reckless, stupid, shitty decisions in the future? Yeah, seriously. Okay. Seriously. Although I do care if their management team and their publicists are putting it out as a mental health facility. I mean, we've been talking about this too long. It is not. Miraval in Arizona is not a mental health facility. Okay. It's a wellness center. They have sound baths. They have uh, mediums. They have crystals. They have uh, bracelet and necklace making things like that. That's totally ridiculous. But yes, I'm so off subject. <laughs> no, no, no. Today, but. A, a few good points here. Investing in your child's business is common for parents that can afford to. Sure. Right. Not their retirement. Not their retirement. Investing. You should never invest savings. You should never invest uh, You know, retirement. You should only invest if you have that extra cash flow to put into something for sure. I agree. Um, I don't like that expression, Adam. I am sorry. This has been a Monday. So happy Monday. <laughs> um, Shaylee, do you think Sandoval will ever repay his parents? Actually, Jason, order- I'm going to ask you that question. In order for him to repay from the business, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, you look at how long it takes for restaurants to begin to have any kind of cash flow, to have any kind of profit. It takes a long time. So it won't be coming from Schwartz and Sandy's. Okay. Ebony Dick said, wow, Jason's camera looks good. Oh, thank you. Uh, Listen, it has been a morning with technology. I can tell you that. Okay. Okay. I, I don't think he'll pay his parents back. I hope he takes care of them if he makes it out of this mess. Well, let's move on for a second because Lisa Vanderpump has said recently in an interview with LAEater.com that her businesses are booming on the other hand. Even TomTom and also Pump, who was allegedly in sort of a downward, I guess let's just say going downhill with numbers because they have been around for a decade. Like Jason said, any restaurant that lasts over five years in Los Angeles, you become like a staple, you become a part of the neighborhood. And it's just amazing. It really speaks to the restaurant itself. But there were a lot of rumors that after the pandemic, which mind you, Pump did survive the pandemic, which a lot did not. But that Pump would be closing soon. We still have yet to see that. We've heard that we've heard rumblings that they could be potentially closing. We've spoken to people who work within the restaurants. They are not being told anything. But now Lisa recently said to LAEater.com, Pump's business is booming. Tom Tom's business is booming. She's because she called the Scandal a producer's dream, but also a great asset to everyone, including the restaurants, except for the talent. What are your thoughts about that? I mean, okay, listen, let's start with Pump really quick because Pump has always been the moneymaker for Lisa Vanderpump. It has always driven business. It helped Tom Tom. Uh, get afloat. It helped Villa Blanca stay afloat when it was there. It makes money. So what I think is happening right now with Pump and you know a lot of our friends and a lot of, we talk about this in our members only. A lot of our friends still don't know what's going on. I think that you know in real estate you have the landlord and now the tenant, uh, Lisa and, and Ken, kind of playing chicken with each other. You know the landlord wanted a ten year commitment for the new lease. They don't want a ten year commitment for business. So I think it's just kind of like. There, we're going to see where we are 
if it if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But yeah, it's it's Scannaval is a producer. Listen, when Vanderpump Rules was on, you saw spike at the restaurants anyway. You saw right. a lot more people come in. You saw the profits go up because the, you know it's the shows on that people want to see people on the show, even though they don't work in the restaurants. You know, um, but I don't think it's bad for the talent, guys. You got to remember that the talent here is making a lot of money. And the fact that they have season 10, which already started off good before Scandaval happened, right? Before Scandaval happened, it was looking good. Now they have at least two or three seasons. Raquel and Tom have single-handedly, I always say Raquel has single-handedly bought them three more seasons, but everyone is thriving, okay? Raquel is getting work. Ariana is getting work. Sheena is working. James is DJing all over the place. Katie and, and Ariana are going to open something about her. Yes, it, everyone is thriving from this, from an unfortunate situation, unfortunately. Right, which if she is not concerned at this point anymore, and she's thriving, living her best life with a relationship over a month old and in London, just vacationing with the girls, going to a wedding, then I really don't care about Sandoval. But for anybody who wants to know how Sandoval's doing, well, we have a little bit of an update for you guys, Ooh. because I don't like to leave you guys hanging. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast. We know the ladies. We've had the ladies on our channel, and they posted this. They're great. <laughs> Sandoval goes years barely posting on Instagram. His friend said he barely knows how to use it. But suddenly, now he's storying, reeling, carouseling. For someone who said the attention on him is ridiculous, he sure is going to great lengths to make sure people see his every move. Go text your mom all these photos so she can see her retirement funds being spent at high-end resorts. No one else cares. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Okay, here they are. Here's the high-end photos. This looks like a good one. Red men's health. It uh, <laughs> makes you a better climber. Pro fact. Just for men? Or? Yep. Just for men. Yeah, no, I don't. Yep. Just read men's health. It, uh, if you paint. Okay, so just going... read men's health. I just read in men's health that if you paint your fingernails, it makes you a better climber. You know, maybe, you maybe the need... men's health is helping him become a better person. Maybe he's getting some information from men's health for his mental health. <laughs> Go read the Financial Times or some Bloomberg mother. Because you owe mommy and daddy some money. Not trying to be an asshole. And I don't want to be called up hey. at BravoCon. But really, at this point, I feel like Sandoval's not even going to be there. So let's keep it moving. Hey, if you can make some money on Instagram right now, and that's going to be the way you pay for your business and your parents back, all to you. Yeah, I agree with that. Wow. That's yeah. glass half full. There we go. Let's try to stay positive in the skin of all of it all. Okay, so we also had an altercation that happened over the last week because we remember, guys, 500 in the room, smash that like button, show some love. But we remember when we had Teresa Judice on and she did an interview with me. And so did her co-host, Melissa Feaster. And I asked, how would you compare your podcast to other podcasts, podcasts from Bravo Talent, like Two T's in a Pod? And she said, well, we're not negative like them. They're shitsters, right? They're shitsters. Well, she asked. She asked, right? Remember, she was she like, did ask. Wait, they're shitsters. And and you were like, wait, what? <laughs> what did you just say? Yeah. But 
to be fair, so recently we know that the whole Caroline Manzo and Brandy Glanville-ish has been going on for a long time, and there's still an investigation. Brandy Glanville recently came out and said that this has been ruining her life, this has cost her jobs, everything. Now, Brandy went on Teresa Judice and Melissa Feaster's podcast, Namaste Bitches, and she was detailing how this has affected her so much. And Teresa said, I feel bad for Brandy. I feel bad for you because you're a single mother, you have children, you have things that are going on, and you were off TV for so long. Now things are just starting to shape up for you again. And somebody can so recklessly take that away from you. That is the standpoint they're coming from. Now, mind you, if you're in Caroline's position and you truly believe someone invaded your space in that manner, then Caroline has every right to be as upset as she is, right? We won't know anything until the footage comes out. Until the footage comes out. I thought Brandy's lawyers had put something out to release the audio. They won't release it. She's tried everything. She wasn't, she even detailed, she's like, I am not suing Peacock. I am trying to save my ass right now because I am losing potential sponsorships, ambassador deals. I'm losing TV deals because nobody wants to touch anything with my name on it because of this situation. Just because of the situation? Uh, well, apparently. Apparently. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, listen, those accusations, they're they're very, very serious. And I would love at least something. Of course, you know, they have contracts and stuff, but at least something to be brought out. So I, I, I don't see it going anywhere. I feel like this is all like a big show and gun for, for the the next the girls season. trip. Yeah. Jamie Benzen said, why won't they release the video? Well, because if they... Why release- won't they release the audio? Apparently they have audio. Well, they have both, 100%. But they're not going to release that, you guys, because then that is the thing, that is the single thing that everyone is looking forward to on the new season is to see how this one got to the place that it got to, how it plays out, and how it finishes. Like people want to see, we already know. It's like watching 90 Day Fiance. We know what's going to happen because the spillage goes over to Instagram, social media. We can see who's married, who's not. And that's why I stopped watching 90 Day because I got bored with it. However, some people simply watch to get the context behind what they already know. And this is one of those situations where we are trying to find out the context for it. But I agree. If she didn't do anything, release the audio and video, or if you have an internal investigation and you can prove that she didn't do anything, then at least release a statement saying, you know, we concluded our investigation and there was no no foul play that we found on so-and-so's part. So we are going to wait for you guys and ask you guys to patiently wait for the season to play out. We are excited for all the fans to be able to see this, blah, blah, blah. But at least clear her name unless she did do something and you can't. You don't have the ability to do that. I mean, you know what I think, too, is I think what the situation could have been is you're in a drunken situation. You might have been having fun. And then the next day you realize, I wasn't comfortable with that. I was inebriated. I was whatever happened. I think that's exactly what happened. But who knows? Gloria Williams. Adam, did you hear Tamara mention you on two T's? I did not. Can you tell me what episode or what it was in regards to? Because I would love to hear that. Can't wait. Um, (laughs) I can't wait. I'm so excited to listen to two T's in a pod and whatever they said. Hey, I have to tell you, and I've said this multiple times, two T's in a pod is not half bad. It just depends on the subject matter and who they have on. They're not bad. 
But they are like, this is the whole thing. I just got into an argument with a family member who got mad at another family member who said that they, well, my whole point is you got called or questioned if you guys are shit stirs. It's not a bad thing. You guys were housewives. You get into the drama. Do you go on and stir the pot? Yes, 1 million percent you do. That is why, that is simply the sole factor as to why your podcast lives in the top 10. It's not because Teddy's clocking in there, friend. It's because (laughs) you guys have the shit-stirring ability to keep the chaos and the storylines going. Uh, They do. And, you know, I do have to say Teddy is very good on the podcast. Not so much on Beverly Hills. Would love to see her on OC. That's my just my little quick, my little quick tidbits there. Um, Catherine said it was mean. She called you out in a bad way. Can somebody just DM it to me? DM it to me because I'll also call her out in a bad way. Just you kidding, know the camera. thing though about like, um, but I'm not kidding about DMing it to me, please. No, Sorry. they they yeah, but they do love. They are very good at shit stirring for sure, one hundred percent. Yes. Uh, Teresa Sousa, thank you so much for the super sticker. If it really is in a bad way, here's my thing with Teddy and Tara. I talked to Teddy yesterday. Jason's like, who are you talking to? I said, I was talking to Teddy. He said, no, you're not. And I I would love for you to interview Teddy. I don't even, I've tried at this point. I don't even care. I tried to (laughs) interview her because she called me out for hypocrisy when Lisa Vanderpump went on Watch What Happens Live. And then she said, You've said Lisa didn't actually have a relationship with her brother, which we worked for her, and we know that that's not true. So I thought that that was really You actually shitty. met her brother. Yeah, yeah, we met her brother. And then you also said that when it came down to it, like Lisa probably paid for this whole you know affair to happen, which you said was a joke, okay. But then you're also saying it's a joke, it's a joke. But then please don't put it out there, you know, like because if people now start talking about this and picking up on my top 10 podcast and one of these sound bites, which you guys post sound bites on your Instagram to promote your podcast, which is like, hello, sorry, Tamara and Teddy, that sounds ridiculous as hell. My point is, is you're calling that out and you're like, okay, I want to say this, but then you get mad if people say things to you. And then Teddy said to me, well, now all of these crazy people with dog avatars are going to start coming after me and sending me threats and all this other stuff, which I absolutely do not condone. But girl, if you know, and you've said this before, that the dog avatars are going to attack you on social media, then you would think that you would just reel that shit in and not say anything on social media. I'm not saying that it's okay that they attack you, but get up, get a clue. Like you're a very smart woman. You built a whole business on accountability. Take a page from your book. That's all. Mm-hmm. Super sticker. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sasha. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so glad you're calling out Teddy Adam. I'm not, first of all, I just want to say this really quick. The judge is back. I literally, like, I am promoting the hell out of Tamara joining two T's in a pod. If she's talking on her podcast about us in a negative light, that's unfortunate. And that's unfortunate. You mean joining Housewives again? What? You mean joining Housewives again? What did I say? Two T's in a pod. She's already... I mean, mean, who cares? I'm so excited because I think that she can join. I think her joining the show will save the franchise. And I really like Tamara on the show. But I'm also not going to roll over and like not say what I want to say. I'm the only, I'm one of literally 
five out of probably 500 content creators who come on here on YouTube podcast or any other platform and don't trash people, especially when I see shit that I don't necessarily like. I keep my mouth shut and I play devil's advocate to try to understand where the person is coming from. And if Teresa came on my channel and she called you a shit stirrer, that is Teresa's opinion. And it was on my platform. So just like when you post your sound bites to make sure that you get the clicks, girl, we are making sure we get the clicks over here to the likes, the clicks <laughs> and the subscribes with the notification bell. And we're going to clock back in the rest of the, the rest of the week to make sure that we get more of them, whether it's on account of you or not. So sorry, Tamara, but we cannot wait for the Real Housewives of Orange County trailer to come out. That's all. I know why that we are so behind on that. I want to know what is behind that and why we haven't gotten it yet. Yeah. I mean, at, at this point, like Tamara will, I, I hope the way that I hoped for Heather DeBro to be saving the new season or season 16 of Orange County, I hope Tamara has the ability to do that. And I really cannot wait to see Tamara back on the show. Now, do I ever want to see Teddy back on a housewife show? No, but I think that Teddy does great at pot stirring. Like Teddy is the equivalent of a Lisa Rinna on a podcast because she gets to be what we call a keyboard warrior. A keyboard warrior is someone who hides behind a keyboard or a mic and you hide behind a screen and you get to say whatever you want because you're in safe zone. However, when you put that person on the spot with a bunch of people around and call Andy and a camera and you have production A and B out here, you don't hear the same shit. It's not the same delivery. It's not the same energy. You go from Erica Jane behind the keyboard to all of a sudden like, what? I didn't say that. What do you mean? Please don't yell at me at BravoCon. And that's why we don't need that energy. So even Tamara advocating for her on two T's and a pod to join the Real Housewives of Orange County for what? You want poor Gina, who's never For eaten anybody and alive giggles. I mean, listen, it, yeah, that actually I would love to see. I'd actually love to see that. Gloria, please send it to me. I will go look at it. But let's just play this clip from Two Teas in a Pod because we're all about promotion around here. So, thank you, the six hundred and fifty in the room. Smash that like button and also go listen to Two Teas in a Pod. Here's the clip. I was just not in the mood. Not in the mood. I usually ignore, but now you don't no. ignore. So Shh. I thought, not today, forehead. Not today, ding dong. Not today, jailbird. I'm not having it. So let me break it down for you, Teresa. I know it's hard for you to understand. Mm. I'm going to try to dumb it down for you as much oh. as I can. <laughs> <laughs> but we are strictly a housewife podcast. We work for iHeart. They do not work for us. She's reading from a script. This is a job. iHeart booked Caroline. Okay. So my thing is, what? You're getting mad at people for calling, not today, ding dong, not today, forehead, not today, jailbird. Okay, let me dumb it down for you. And then you're getting mad if she claps back at you? Girl, are you like, have you, has, what? Uh, I mean, it's hypocrisy at its finest for sure. And this, now, now this specific incident is exactly why Tamara dropping her in the Real Housewives of Orange County and bringing her back, the judges back, is exactly why this season will be so wild. Exactly. This is it. This is it. You know what's going to happen? I can call it right now, guys. We're getting Andy's Legends Ball in Vegas for BravoCon. We're getting a partial moment of Squash That Beef, and it is going to be Tamara Judge and Teresa Judice. The only difference is Teresa Judice is going to sit there pretty, probably in Palenciaga, and she's going to be very composed in her namaste, and she's going to be dealing with the bitches. 
And she's going to be like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no table here. I don't have time. Whereas Tamara, what I noticed, I noticed at BravoCon this past year, Tamara has a really good time. And she was soaking up all of the energy. All of the fans were so excited to see her back. They were celebrating oh, yeah. her. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you remember her walking through people? Yes. Um, were- you know, you know, like, so at BravoCon, I don't know how it is every year, because I know every year is different right now. It's still a new thing. But there is, like, areas of the curtains where the talent would come out from, you know, behind the scenes. And they would come out, and there would be, like, loud cheers, and there would be not-so-loud cheers for, like, other people, you know? But... Um, there was a couple times you're like, God, who is that? It must be Lisa Renna or Kathy Hilton or Andy Cohen. But this time it was Tamara. And when Tamara came out, I mean, people were cheering her on. They were like, Tamara, Tamara. Like it was a huge thing. People love her. People want her back. I think she will do really well on the show. But where was I going with this? I mean, no, I, I, I think the same point that I was going, which is she really delivers a lot. But what I noticed was when she was on or at Andy's Legends Ball, I don't know if it was because... Because like she pointed out, so if we're just all pointing everything out, I think that we should just point it out at this point. Let's just all put it all out on the table. I think oh, okay, that's, put it that's on the table. Put um, it on the table. I feel like, because she said she mentioned on Watch What Happens Live or on one of the panels that Jen Shaw showed up to her hotel room very intoxicated and saying she wasn't going to jail. Well, that didn't work out for Jen Shaw. She's no longer intoxicated and she's sitting in jail. Right. Okay. So for Tamara, she put that out there, but then also on watch what happens live. If you read the tweets and you read how all of the fans reacted, they felt like she had one eye, like half cocked open and one eye half cocked closed because they felt like maybe she was a little bit tipsy. Now, if you would have been watching from our point of view, you would have seen that all of the Bravo talent, they're ushered around like crazy. From point A to point B, they have no time in between, and they get fed drinks the entire time. So how she even made it to the Legends Ball, I have no idea. I have nothing but respect for Tamara. But then I also feel like that is my point, is Tamara needs probably a little bit of liquid courage to go up against Teresa, because Teresa is a monster in the best way of, this might be awkward for me, I'm still going to eat you alive, and I'm going to put a smile on my face when I do it. Namaste. 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 Well, guys, thank you so much for letting me go on my rant of the day. I know you're on, you're like on one today. It's like you had your coffee and everything. I've been sitting here playing IT troubleshooting, fix my goddamn internet, fix my camera, fix my (laughs) everything else. Well, I think I just got annoyed because I get annoyed talking like now hearing that even the dumb thing that on the 420 episode, I, I need to hear it to make sure before I get like myself worked up. But it's like, I do nothing but promote you guys in the best way. So now I'll, I'll clock it. I'll check it. I'll make sure. And then if not, then who cares my opinion, right? But I'm never going to give a good one again. That's all. Let's move over to the Real Housewives of New Jersey because, Jason, we got the reunion. I can't believe it. And I can't believe how fast Jersey is going this season. Oh. Like, what What are we? We're only on episode, what, 12 coming up this week? But yeah, what is that going to be, 17? <laughs> I don't know. I just know. I know that we're getting the wedding special soon. And also the reunion is going to be here before we know it. But we heard a lot of interesting things at the reunion so far. This is what's been spilled. Now, all about the Real Housewives. I believe her name is Roxanne. She's gorgeous. Um, she runs all about the Real Housewives.com. I believe she has another business. 
um, or she works somewhere else because I've tried to get her to come on and she has a very intense schedule. If you look at her all about the realhousewives.com, she is definitely pro Teresa, not pro Melissa Gorga and Margaret Josephs and a few others, which you can tell based off of the articles that come out, which is fine. Everybody, you have some people who are Switzerland and you have some people who favor sides, right? But she posted a few things. And here's some of the things that she was talking about. Teresa Judice. Oh, that is a bad photo. Teresa Judice was, a, she went on a little bit of a rant. You know, she started speaking in Italian and she started yelling at her brother, saying that her brother broke her heart and she ended up walking off the set at the reunion, which is one of the things that Andy Cohen hates the most. On top of that, we had Gia Judice, who was brought up at the reunion, and Andy Cohen got so annoyed with the entire cast because he could not get a word in, which is a typical reunion for Andy Cohen these days. But Joe Gorga swore up and down, allegedly, that Gia called him when she found out about the finale and what happened. She called him and said, I heard that Melissa cheated on you. You need to leave Melissa now. Wow. But they called Gia on the reunion floor, and Gia said, Tio Joe, I never said to leave Melissa. I told you, I asked you, will you please come to mom's wedding? That was her rendition. Now, those are two totally different renditions of that story. One has everything to do with leaving Melissa, and one doesn't mention Melissa at all. Jason, as someone just watching the show, you don't have a bone to pick with any of these people. You don't have a side to pick that you favor. Who do you feel like is telling the truth here? Uh, God, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I, I really do feel that the children should stay out of adult business, whether Gia is an adult now or not. But we also have heard from the reunion that, like, a lot of people are going after Louis. Yeah. So well, I, I, I don't know what to think with this. You know, I here's the thing: it's like I know people are very. It's very polarizing when you're Team Teresa or Team Melissa, right? Everyone has an opinion on this. I do not have an opinion. I like them both. I don't know. I really don't know. Is is Joe? What would Joe lie about that? I, I mean, mean, that rumor has been running around all season. Well, it is now. Well, my question is, is Joe's being accused of lying about a lot? And I don't know. The people who are accusing him of lying are the closest to Teresa. So this is where it gets a little bit sticky. Because Dave Canton, who is married to Dina Manzo, mm-hmm. said, do you remember when they were walking around their home while it was being built? And he said, I talked to David. He does yeah. not like being called David. He mentioned that too when he spoke out about this. But he said, I talked to David. David and I had a conversation about how Louis them over in a bad business deal. Well, Dave recently came out and said, I've never, I deal in cars. He deals in marketing. Those two don't go together. Have you seen a car commercial? But that's okay. We're not even going to touch that. My point is, he said, I don't know him like that. I'm friends with Teresa and Louis. We double date. We hang out with each other. We went to Greece. We never had a bad business deal. So that was like one check against Joe, but then also maybe Dina and Dave are trying to protect their relationship with Teresa and they don't want anybody to take advantage of that for a storyline on the show. But then let's go over to the reunion. Then Joe was saying, your daughter called me and told me to leave my wife because of a rumor that you guys started. And Andy, Teresa's like, my daughter didn't call you. And he's like, can we get Gia on the phone? Can we squash this right now? Da-da-da-da-da. We call up Gia. Gia answers the phone. 
Andy Cohen asked the questions. And Gia's like, Tio Joe, never said that. Instead, I said to you, I know that a lot is going on. I heard about what happened at the finale. You and Louis almost got into a fight. Please don't let this spill over into the wedding. Will you please come to the wedding? Your mom's only family member that she has left. And I know that this will mean the world to her. That is Gia's side of the story. But also, you want to ask yourself, what dog does Gia have in the fight? But then also, you know in your heart, you would do anything to protect your mother. So if I have to sit there and like, if I have to lie to make my mother sound better because I know that I'm being recorded and this is about to be on national television, I will swallow that shit up and make sure my mom looks amazing before I sit there and bash her and make her look stupid on TV. The thing too is the stories from each side, like the 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 stories that are told are so far-fetched and so far from like each other's other truth. You know, like Teresa says one thing, it's over here. Joe says one thing, it's over here. There's nothing that's ever like, a misunderstanding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just, it's so far from left field. But I understand Gia wanting to have a say or wanting to, to be, I just let, they're, they're siblings. Like never would my, you know, niece or nephew chime in. No, I agree. And also, for those of you guys who don't know, Jacqueline Larita was also brought up at the reunion. This gets a little bit interesting because we know that Teresa Judice met up with Jacqueline Larita in, um, well, it was in Nevada, in Vegas somewhere, because that's where she lives now. So they made amends, but now her name is being dragged through the reunion floor. Hold on. The reunion was chaotic. There was a point that Jacqueline Larita gets brought into it. And Teresa Judice reveals that Jacqueline told her that Joe Gorgo would speak to Joe Judice's ex-business partner. And he is a part of the reason that Joe Judice went to jail. Wow. Well, wow. that's new information. Jacqueline had confirmed to Teresa when they reunited that Joe Gorgo spoke to Joe Judice's business partner who was suing Teresa and Joe Judice at the time. And Andy had asked Teresa if she believed what Jacqueline was saying. Teresa told Andy that she did because her brother hated Joe and that maybe he didn't mean to hurt Teresa, but he hated Joe and that's why he did it. Now, if in fact that is true, we have to remember Teresa left Joe because the final straw that broke the camel's back was after her mother passed away and she lost that extra time with her mother because she spent 11 and a half months behind bars. Right. Now, come to find out that that might be Joe Gorga's fault. Well, not his fault, but the the rat, so to speak, the word that you don't say in Jersey. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 
6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yikes. I mean... Yikes. I mean, listen, I... What do you... What? What is your... What do you think is going to happen at the reunion? Like, what are we going to get? Is it going to be more of the never-ending story? Because I feel like that's all this is, right? No, no, no. It's the reason we keep watching, but it's also, like, getting old. No, the it's whole... not more of the, the same story, because we have these blurry-ass photos. We have Jennifer <laughs> Aiden and Margaret Josephs, who actually were able to make amends. And th- and that's fine. And, I, I, I you know, I, t- I told you that I actually like them better as friends than as enemies. And I think what they like to do, especially in this current season, is kind of just pick at each other, you know, and it's funny till it's not. And I and I like that. I'm glad they're making amends. That needs to happen. We know why. You know, we've talked about this. But what is going to happen with Teresa and Joe and Melissa? Are we going to carry this on another season? There's never any kind of makeup. There's never any kind of redemption. There's nothing. Well, you know? This was also mentioned. Where do things end with Melissa and Teresa Judice? Thank you to all about the Real Housewives. Their source said they are 100% done. Teresa has never went on, on Melissa Gorga like she did at this reunion. And it was because when they had problems, Teresa's parents were alive and she wanted to keep the peace and not escalate it when things were already bad. With Teresa's parents gone, she is tired of the lies and narrative being controlled by Melissa Gorga at her expense. Teresa told Andy that she is 100% done with Melissa and Joe Gorga, but she wishes them well. Well, and she did say that too on your interview that 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 book is closed, right? Or that page is turned. What, what the hell she, she said? She said the, the chapter, <laughs> the door is closed. <laughs> the door is closed. The chapter's over. Whatever the hell. Well, let's let's hope let's hope so. Let's I mean, hope I don't so. hope so for them. I hope it's not closed. I. I mean, uh, but what are they going to do? They, there's definitely no compromise here into coming to the table and sitting down, apologizing and moving on. It just won't ever happen. You yeah. know, I mean, we have all of the evidence in, in these past few seasons. It, it's crazy. It's crazy to me, especially after your parents. I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because I have close family members that we were very close and even just the death of certain people in our family haven't brought us closer together. So I don't know. I don't know if there is any hope. No, you would I mean, think that all that loss would kind of bring bring the family together just a little bit. I listen. I agree with that. I agree. And also, there was a blind item that everybody keeps saying that this has something to do with New Jersey. And guys, I want you to go ahead and comment in the live chat and let us know who you think this blind item is referring to. Thank you to at Bravo Snarkside on Instagram and Bravo Snarkside always reposts us. So. We are big fans and they don't go on their 420 episodes and trash us. That's all. (laughs) Sunday, April 23rd, not the 20th, not 420 here, 423, blind item number four. The House of Cards has always been close to toppling. The only thing that has saved it over the years is the money that comes from being a housewife. Now it looks like there won't be that salary or the easy money that comes with it. The East Coaster, I think they... There's a lot of grammatically incorrect things here. But the East Coaster knows it, and it is all going to collapse into a world of lawsuits and bankruptcies. Hmm. Who do you think? Obviously, they're talking about somebody in New Jersey. Somebody said Obviously. 
they're talking about i mean i would think just from this you would be talking about the gorgas no well this the east coaster knows it and it's all going to collapse into a world of lawsuits and bankruptcies that could either be the gorgas or like em can 33 said this screams teresa for me louis will be her ultimate demise no prenup was a huge dumb misstep for her she was i mean she was well warned right i just i don't know i don't know when it comes to them Ay ay ay. Okay. All right. So shall we move on? Let's move on. Okay. Let's move on from Jersey. Because I feel like Jersey is like the roundabout, right? It's the carousel. You know, it's Melissa and Jen, Teresa okay. and Joe. It, it just keeps going. Okay, everybody, get back on board because I don't know where we're stopping next. Carousel, not train. Going- I don't give a shit what it is at this point. I don't even care. I don't care. I'm censoring myself. And we are going to the next stop. So get your ass on the Amtrain. It's first class today. And it is either the Real Housewives of Miami on our right or the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills on our left. Jason, which side are we getting out on? Miami, please. Okay. That sounds good to me. Back into the Miami mix. Now, the Real Housewives of Miami season five has began filming. And we found out who's returning. Well, you're looking at them, guys. We have Larsa, Julia, Kiki, Gertie, Adriana, Marisol, Dr. Nicole, Lisa Hochstein, and Alexia Echevarria, which is no longer her last name, but that's okay. It's Napola. My point is... is Uh, Yeah, what is your point? (laughs) This is who we have coming back. Now, is that so exciting? Well, yes, because they have the best production value when it comes to any of the housewives. But we're also adding sort of something to the mix. Last season, when Lisa Hochstein announced her divorce, we had Leah Black in all 500 of her products, like she was Jill Zarin of Miami, coming in and being like, oh my God, Lisa, give me a hug. Did you see my new Hi, Lisa. Lisa Black lotion? Hi, I'm so sorry about what's happening. Um, give me a hug really quick. Do you okay, see? Thank oh you my- so much. Your husband's leaving you. Maybe you need my new skin cream, Leah, by Leah Black. It's like, (laughs) like, no, girl, you you drop the ball. We need to send you back to flipping out, and you can go flip out. In defense, in defense of Leah Black, though, I heard her skincare is actually half good. But that's just what I've heard. It's not the point. I'm sure it's probably really good. The point is the girl's over there to talk about her divorce, not your fucking skincare. She's a millionaire. Well, what? uh, Here it is. She is. I think what what Bravo, Peacock, NBC, what they try to do, like what we're doing with like Jackson, Brittany right now, right? We're trying to test some nostalgia and see if we can bring back other people, if they can mix in, if they can fit in. Leah Black, they brought her in for a minute. It, It just... it. It didn't work. It just doesn't work, right? But I heard we're bringing in someone else this season to film. Yes, and that's what I'm about to bring up. Marisol, the only Marisol I need in my life. No, guys, I love, <laughs> love, love me some Marisol Patton. I'll say that, and she's always nothing. But actually, all of the Miami ladies have been nothing but sweet to us. So They're lovely, all of them. Even Especially Kiki. We, we were supposed to have Kiki on twice now, but since they started filming... Right now, they're on a hold, which we'll eventually get her on. Adam, I love your mood today. You are cracking me up. I can't wait for Dubai season two. I wish I could give you me spoilers. Too. We cannot me wait. too. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. But speaking of which, speaking of fun, not today, forehead. Not today, <laughs> Jailbird. Not today, Joanna Krupa. Okay. 
this is what we're hearing, guys. Joanna Krupa has now filed apparently for divorce, or she's going through her divorce, or she's gone through her divorce from her husband, Douglas Nunes. Okay. Now, with that being said, they're saying that she is going to come back from the West Coast and she will be filming with the rest of the ladies again for the Real Housewives of Miami. My thing is, is when it comes to, and Jason loves to be like, can you get to the point? What is your thing? <laughs> My thing is, is when it comes to the Real Housewives of Miami, we love this cast, right? But it's like the Real Housewives of New Jersey. They brought in Danielle Cabral, Rachel Fuda, and Jen Fessler and demoted Jackie because we needed a little bit of a change. We don't want to lose anybody. We just need to add someone else into the mix. 100%. will come in like, oh, Alexia, you think you're the star of this show? Girl. Here's the thing. It's, it's so you can do it with with the new new cast members like they did in Jersey, like you just mentioned. You can do it with. But why do you have this photo? What what is this photo you keep putting in my face? This is what? me when I heard Tamara was talking about me on the 420 episode. <laughs> Your hair was that like that too? No, um, I started out like this, and then I became. Lord this. have mercy. Okay, yeah. listen. You can either do it with with a nostalgic character, right? Like with someone else, like Jax. Let's bring Jax back. You know, let's put Tamara back in the mix. Or you can do it with like a new cast member, like in Jersey, as you mentioned. I think Joanna is going to be very similar to Tamara if you drop her in this mix of ladies. I've always liked Joanna on the show. I know that's not a very popular opinion with most, but I like Joanna on the show. I would love to see her have her. You know, she's going to come in single. She's going to come in hot. You know, and I think I think she would. I would like to see her back. So you're all about this whole Joanna. I'm all about it because Miami, and I love Miami, has a very good cast. It's good production value. We just we've been talking about this since since it came back for season four. We need that little shakeup. We need a little noise. We need a little action. And you know, bringing in Leah Black and her skincare didn't work. Wasn't going to work. I think bringing Joanna Krupa back would be kind of the the heat under everyone's butts. But she also Joanna Krupa will come in and she will be sweet to everybody. She will rip everyone's face off. She has the notoriety, but she's not too famous to join. You know what I mean? Like, she has all of it. Debbie Garcia, is this a member only because Adam is letting loose like he's on Up and Adam 2? I'm loving it. Well, (laughs) thank you, Debbie. And also, Debbie said, I'm going to get called into the office because I'm LMAOing. You're laughing your ass (laughs) off. Hey, we love that. Guys. I want to know when it comes to you guys in the live chat, is Joanna Krupa somebody that you would welcome? Because it seems like Jason and I both agree that, yes, throw her in there, coach. Oh, you do you agree. I didn't know if you were agree. We're oh, no, with I agree. Or not. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, see, I see already mixed reaction coming from the live chat. However, like, I just really liked her on the show, you know? So let, let's see if we can, like, put her back in. People like familiarity, right? Which is why... Sometimes new people don't work, which is um, the thing is, 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 is Miami too. It's the time in between season three and four was like a lifetime. So much has changed with these ladies in between those times. And it worked out for a lot of ladies to bring him back on the show. It didn't work out for Leah Black, but I think Joanna Krupa would be a really good fit. I'm just going to leave that there. Yes. All right, guys, 800 in the room. So when Jason asked me yesterday why I was talking to Teddy, it was because we posted a poll. Oh, I mean, they're so intertwined into this freaking conversation today that I can't help myself. We posted a poll yesterday 
And the poll was saying that on two teas in a pod, when Alexia and Marisol were on the show, which by the way, here, I'll, I'm just going to play a clip to give you guys a little bit of context here. That's all. That way it just makes sense why I'm talking. From the 420 it. show? I, who gives? I don't know. <laughs> Both insinuated that certain housewives buy Instagram followers. Now, you, Marisol, you had said Nicole bought Instagram followers. I didn't say Nicole's name. I said it could be someone I trust the least. I really believed that Teresa would have more followers than Melissa just because who Teresa is. Teresa's like the face for like the franchise of the housewives. You guys have both. Okay. So my point is to show that was the fact that they were on the show. And when they were, Alexia and Marisol said, we will not film with Adriana. If she's in the situation, we will not be in the situation. Teddy made a great point. Teddy said, I hate when people play producers or like they are a part of casting or how the whole show should be made up. You are cast as talent. You show up and also let that other person who you don't want to be there show up too. So some of these organic conversations can form and happen. That way we have a show. And I said 100%, even to Teddy yesterday. What did I say, Jason? Oh, I don't know. I, I said, was more I shocked that you guys you. agreed on something. Yeah. I said, I normally don't agree with you. And I agree with you on this because she DM'd me first over the poll. Somebody who's talking about anything on their 420 episode. There you go. Have that. Um, but I agreed with her. I agreed with her because nobody should sit there and play producer and not and say, like, I'm not filming with them. You're getting paid a shit ton of money to film with everyone. And it's only for a three-month time span. And we know that you have pickup shots and you have to do everything else, but you're getting paid a lot. And I mm. love Alexia and Marisol, but they should definitely have to film with Adriana. And they have since then. So it sounds like Teddy's spoken this into existence. So thank there you, There we Teddy. go. Thanks, Teddy. Thank you, two T's and a pod. We appreciate you. <laughs> that wasn't shit stirring. That was doing the Lord's work. Okay. 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 Uh, you've taken it too far. Now, let's go over to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because we're done with Miami for now. We have drama. Well, Not drama in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. What are you talking about? Uh, I mean, you want to talk about drama. Hold on. When everybody's thinking about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills filming, we all just wonder, where is Lisa Rinna today? Well, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> She's looking like a big sack of lemons from Dorit's Buca de Beppo <laughs> dining God. room. Do you remember that dining room? Did you take your... <laughs> yeah, my camera's dead. Um, I don't remember that dining room. I mean, I remember the dining room, but that's not, you know, anything to write home about. Let's be honest. What is happening? What is this? Listen, at least it's paper magazine. This is a, a renaissance? Um, Interesting. Wow. Oh, that's kind of... It's unique. It's unique. It's definitely... Um, it's artistic. It's art. It's art. That's why I said it was artistic. It's artistic. Okay. It's artistic. Okay. It's a renaissance. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we have some stuff going on. And of course, you better believe we're going to talk about it. Because it just seems like these things don't stop. Now... Erica Jane is talking about her new show that's coming out to Vegas, but all of the women right now, if you see her on the right, her name is Anne-Marie Wiley. Her husband has had some pretty strong opinions when it comes to 
the trans community, different communities, playing in sports, all of these different things, which is interesting that you would ever join the housewives with having these you know, strong opinions because everybody sways different ways, right? Some people are Mm -hmm. for it. Some people are not. Everybody's different. And we don't talk about those things on this channel at all because I don't want to create an, this is like a feel good channel and I don't want to create an argument for anyone, but Anne-Marie Wiley, I don't know if she knew what she was getting herself into when joining the housewives because she joined and all of a sudden, all of the things that her husband, who is a former athlete has said all came out in the open. Now, of course, these ladies are going to take that and run with it as a storyline, especially when you have Denise Richards filming again, Camille Grammer filming again, Faye Resnick. You even called Teddy Mellencamp. I mean, you guys need a storyline. They called in the forces for sure, which makes me a little scared about what we're getting this season. Either it's going to be really good with everyone or it's just going to be really desperate. But anyway, continue. No, I mean, listen, I agree. But hold on. This is what's being said. A source reveals that two former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills enemies have teamed up against Anne-Marie. The two housewives are now friends and have been feuding with Anne-Marie over her political viewpoints. Rumor has it that Anne-Marie and her husband, former NFL star Marcellus Wiley, are very conservative politically. They reportedly have a close relationship with Candace Owens, and her husband has been very vocal about his opinions on the transgender community. On his YouTube channel and podcast, her husband went on a rant about basketball star Dwayne Wade's transgender daughter. He also made it known that he does not support transgender women competing in sports against natural-born women like his daughters. It seems that Anne-Marie and her husband are set to stir things up on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this season, and apparently Anne-Marie and her husband are not backing down from their beliefs, which will either go in their favor because they're not cowarding and not letting the women run them off, or it's going to not go in their favor. They're going to be one season wonders and they're going to be literally crucified on the show in front of all of the viewers and everything. Why join a show like this? I don't know why. It will definitely be an interesting conversation to have with this group of ladies if if that comes up, but uh, yeah, what the timing is, is crazy. Yeah. The timing Um, is crazy. I mean, she says, if you actually listen to her husband's views about trans, it was not as bad as people. I'm sorry, as uh, people are spinning, I think people should actually go and watch the video first. It was very respectful. Interesting. Well, and that's the thing, too, is a lot of these things get twisted. You know, Jason has mentioned this before. We sometimes do interviews and we post the interviews as a premiere and people don't even know that they're being trolls or just assholes for no reason. And they will go on and comment and say, this was the worst interview I've ever seen. Girl, you didn't see it. The yeah, interview's not it even, out. Yeah, before it even It's out premieres. in 13 hours. What interview are you watching? You know? But then also for this instance, people are going to immediately hear that they have a difference of opinion and not want to hear that side because they're automatically going to think it's a hateful side. When I'm curious now with what O Street said, I want to hear it. No, absolutely. And listen, I don't know if it's a political thing or a personal thing or whatever. You know, everyone has opinions about this right now. The trans community is very um, misunderstood by a lot of people, you know, so that's that's also something to talk about. But then also, you know, I, I understand certain things as I was a professional athlete too, that competing against it 
you know, someone who maybe has a better ability is is not the way to go. I don't know. I'm still learning about stuff like that, but it is a very, you know, misunderstood. We have friends who are trans and they talk to to this about us all the time about how just misguided information becomes and how misunderstood their community is. Right. And I think that's the thing too, is instead of so many people are so quick to have so many opinions. And I think sometimes we just need to sit back and listen and try to learn and understand and not be so aggressive with our opinions, especially when we're not, everyone's different. Everybody's walking through a different part of life in different avenues, different paths. And if you are not walking in someone else's shoes, stop pretending like you know what they're going through. Stop, you know, like I don't have an opinion on, I like I really don't personally, I don't have a negative opinion on any community because I'm not in that community. I don't mm. know what it's like, yep. you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, like, look, look how even just something as small, and this could be big to a lot of people. And, and for us, it was, it was big, uh, gay marriage and where even some of our politicians, even where our current president sat on gay marriage back in 2006. I mean, it's, it's, minds change. When you have the information that you need to understand, you can, you can understand it better. Um, But yeah, yeah, it will be, I hope it doesn't become too political. Like people are saying in the live chat, we don't want to see politics ruin reality tv we do not watch reality tv to be to be schooled or educated or like and who are these people on reality tv to be educating us right so it's like we don't want that we saw what happened with the real housewives of new york you know there's important conversations happening off but sometimes we like to turn on reality tv to escape and and enjoy it well and that's the thing too is last year we ended up everybody was so exhausted from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because of the Rena of it all and like the Kathy Hilton and you thought that that got to a dark place with family being involved if we take it to such a political space this year and we start going in with huge like if the storyline becomes such a huge difference of opinion on this one singular topic, which is a very important topic. But if that's what the main storyline is of this season, this season is, it's going to be bad. It's obviously it's be bad not because people are going to be exhausted emotionally. It's obviously not the main storyline of the season because I think they are trying to find one with the amount of old new cast members they're trying to bring in. And it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Good Lord. Well, here's another thing. Residency, we need to use a little differently. Here. Oh my God. What is it called? What is the place called? It's um, the House of Blues in Mandalay Bay, which they, I actually saw Lady Gaga perform there when she first came out, by the way, like okay. a long time ago. But it's Residency like the, it's literally is like, like Caesar's Palace. City Winery. It's not the city. No, girl. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, but like residency, it's so funny because I'm I'm so curious about this. I'm is this it? Oh, that's better. Yeah, this is the, yeah. That's it. That's that's decent. That's good. That's good. I was thinking it's like House of Blues, like you know, restaurant bar, and she's just gonna be on the stage. You thought it was this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. Okay, good. A residency. I mean, listen. J-Lo did a residency in Las Vegas. Celine Dion, Britney Spears. I think even Madonna's been there. Elton John, like 
now we have Erica Jane. Thank goodness you can buy your tickets soon. They're not on sale yet, are they? Um, no, I think April, well, maybe today. What is it? I think it was April 24th. I think today's the day that they go on sale. Oh, interesting. Um, huh. Yeah. I mean, what? Okay. All right. Anyway, what was Anyways. the point about the residency? <laughs> My whole point is, is maybe we have something else to talk about. And also Denise Richards has come out and said recently that she is so excited. She loves the franchise and she has filmed a lot with the ladies so I'm curious to see what capacity they're bringing her back in. But apparently, she's come back and Erica Jane is ripping her a new one. So we'll see how that pans out. Erica Jane is doing Rena's work. All right. All right. All Go right. ahead. We'll see. Ebony Dick says in the live chat, too, I never knew that Erica Jane had a following. Like, uh, literally, this is this is the thing is, is like... Uh, not just as a housewife, but a following as an artist, as a musician, you have to fill those seats. Yeah. Is there enough interest? You know, when you go to Vegas, you have you have other headliners that are way bigger than this. You have Cirque du Soleil to compete with. You have a lot of other things happening. It is literally the epitome of entertainment. So to go to House of Blues in Mandalay Bay to see Erica Jane, I wonder if there is enough interest to carry the show to carry her residency you know what's funny is when i was talking to sheena when i was in town um she told me that she did her um sex tips from a gay guy to a straight woman yeah yeah yeah. and she said that on certain nights they were sold out and on some nights there might be i'm gonna put a low number in there like 15 people in the crowd But she's like, it was wild because you can't let that discourage you. You still have to go out there and put on the best show. Like it's a whole new show. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when I was when I was in Cirque du Soleil, yeah, we would have like a not very often, but we would have a a house that was like 40 percent capacity instead of 100 percent. And you feel the energy is different when you're performing. But then you got to remember that those people paid for the same show and we should be doing the same thing every single time we go out there. It's it's, it's new to that person watching it. So yeah, that's actually um, great. I admire Sheena for saying that. All right. Well, Jason, I think that we've mentioned it all. <laughs> Did we mention? <laughs> yes, time to guys. go listen to a podcast. Oh my gosh. Well, can I say really quick, guys, we do have tonight our members only Vanderpump Rules edition at 7 p.m. Eastern, like I'm sharing on the screen. So if you're not a part of our members, go join so you can join us for the fun. Happy Monday. Thank you to all of the super chats and super stickers and everybody in the live chat. And thank you for listening to Jason's rant about two teas in a pod. I, I didn't rant about two teas in a pod. Okay, Jason. They understand. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We love you guys and we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends.
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.